Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Saved at 22. Oh, oh my days you guys like I'm just in a really really good mood. I'm in such a good mood and I can't wait to talk about this episode. Let me just tell you about my week. I had a really nice week. I had a really good week and I feel like okay let me i'm knowing stop between around the bush <laughs> so spotify released like the you know um the wrap-up of like the year and all of that stuff and i got like the feedback of like um how my podcast has been going and all of that stuff i mean i already see the analytics um every time an episode is put out but this was like a total and i was really happy about it because i was like in top five of like um 62 people like i was in their top five and like 39 people consistently listened to me like i wasn't their number one and i was so happy i was like oh my days like do people really listen to my podcast on a regular i was like stop it <laughs> so i was so so happy like it really made my week like it really really did make my week and because i don't know this week <sighs> But let me not even go into it. But this thing really, really brightened up my day, my entire week. And so it really, really made me happy. And I'm really thankful and I'm really grateful for each and every one of you that listen to me consistently. I don't take it for granted. You know, I'm really happy about it. And I thank you. So today's episode, guys, um, this episode, I wasn't going to speak on this, right? I already mapped out what i was going to talk about but you know how i know that god wants me to speak about an episode is that i don't know how he does it but it's like my entire week or like the week building up to that episode things would just start happening that would want me to speak on that particular thing like i, I can't explain how he does it but that's how it works so what i wanted to speak about was um what would jesus do but today I'm choosing to actually not me. God has instructed me to speak on what is your idol. Okay, now this this topic, this I've not called it a sermon before my friends start calling me a pastor, but this <laughs> this conversation stemmed up from, as I said, my week and actually but this particular one, yeah, this conversation just turned up from my week, right? And it's just um it just shows you how i feel like my intimacy and my relationship with god is really building like on a deeper deeper level and i'm so happy about it so what is your idol what is an idol let's start from there an idol is something or someone that takes you away from god that takes that you put above god right and for so many of us, like, we have not really identified what an idol is, but I hope after listening to this, we would really begin to understand what it is that we have put above God, you know, and fully repent because God will honestly forgive us when we come to the realization because most of us do things based on ignorance and we, we don't really understand. So I hope after this episode, you're really able to understand what your idol is and what is it that is taking you away from god what is that thing that causes you to compromise you know what is that thing that causes you to lose your integrity or literally question what god has said or like your relationship with god and for me 
that was love you know the thing that has made me an idol or the thing that i have put an idol in my life is love it sounds silly but it's the truth for a lot of us it's money for some people it's um cars it's fame influence but for me it was love or rather it is love and it's silly because people that know me know me as a hard guy <laughs> people that really really know me know me as like i'm tough um i mean i am tough don't come don't even dare me but but <laughs> you get the picture like People that know me know me as like someone that puts up a front like on the outside, but on the inside, I'm a sweetheart, you know. And that side of me is something that the enemy has pondered and played and toyed with, you know. And I kind of gave him the opportunity to use that against me. Let me explain. So, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so... God put a desire in my heart for marriage, right? And when he put this desire, I was with someone at that time. And when I was with this person, me and this person, we were heavily unequally yoked. Like there was no direction in this relationship. Like we were, we were heavily unequally yoked. And I was kind of still in the world at that time, you know, so... It just seemed like I was still in the world, but I was still kind of like getting my like relationship with God, like on the go, like relationship with God just started to peak at that time. So he put this desire of marriage in my heart, right? And um, guys, just hold on because of recent, my mic has been acting up. So let me just quickly check and then I'll come back. I'm so sorry. So yeah, we're back on the commercial break, but still my mic is good. Everything is fine. So as I was saying, so this desire for marriage stemmed off when I met this person. And the issue with this was that I started to, it became a problem because it caused like deception and confusion. And that started to brew a lot in my heart, like deception and confusion started to like grow a lot in my heart, you know, because God gave me the word of marriage, but he didn't tell me that this person is who I want, who who he has sent to me you know and because i thought that god gave me this person like you know god, this was the you know i just felt like this person was like the one that god had given me so it started to brew up some form of confusion and because the things that i thought god said to me was not aligning up with like what i was seeing i started to make this person an idol you know i started to become obsessed I started to there's sometimes that i will forget to pray like i would stop praying i would just want to be in this person's presence you you understand like you see how these things can you know let me just continue my story please so <laughs> so yeah um so when i received this marriage promise right because god does gives us promises you know there's some people he tells that okay you will start a ministry you started this you started that so when this word of marriage came to me i instantly thought that okay this is the person god has one because the word and the marriage the, the word came when i was with somebody so it just kind of made sense that this person will be who i'm supposed to be with 
Do you understand what I mean? And that is where the deception came in because, you know, the enemy kind of knows when there's angelic movements in your life. You understand? He understands when God has given you like a word because like all of a sudden things are beginning to open up for you, right? So he will send you like a counterfeit. He will send you like something similar something that looks good you know something that makes you feel okay this is actually from god do you understand and if you're not spiritually grounded if you're not really hearing from god you know on a regular if you're not embracing the presence of god you would definitely there's a 99.99 percent that you would fall into this deception and that happened to me you know so so um i started to make this person an idol like i would you know do things that were outside of my beliefs like i would do things in terms of like i started to smoke again i started to drink again i started to party again when knowing fully well that god had delivered me from these things you know and one of the reasons why i feel like idols are so crazy or like they can stem up some deep deep they can be so deeply rooted in our hearts right is the fact that they kind of it would look almost very similar to what god has for you but there's also a difference there's a difference because you will see the fruits if the devil blesses you with something right you would see the fruits compared to what god is giving you if god has given you something it would come with peace you would know this is god like everything in you would know that yes it can only be from god and with me i mean i'm literally just starting my relationship with christ i really do not know but then i would not say i i should not hold myself accountable because i am fully fully accountable for every single thing you know so yeah and one mistake that i made was even though i i know okay yeah, this is something that god did not give me right the fact that i desired this thing as well it's kind of i want to say kind of it actually blocked me from also hearing the voice of god and when you're not hearing the voice of god you're going to be hearing the enemy like on a regular and because we know if you're still drinking milk you will know that the enemy also gives you dreams like he manipulates your dreams as well so everything for my desires as well was just giving me yes this is the person this is the person but in reality the fruits were not lining up to what i was seeing you know the things that because i know if god blesses me it would not torment me it would not make me unhappy like i mean people are flawed yes but like there's just there will just be fruits in it do you understand what i mean like i would honestly see certain fruits like peace love kindness leadership all these fruits i would see there but silly me like i did not I, I was not really into it because my desires were foiled like my i was using my own fleshly desires like what i wanted like i wanted this person to be who god has said it like who what god had promised me do you understand what i mean so and especially with this crazy thing that's happening now like in the christian community everybody's speaking on oh kingdom marriages kingdom marriages like kingdom spouses and it's i recently watched this series called escaping twin flames right and if we if if we really really go into this right i think the christian community has also kind of 
perverted this kingdom marriage thing because they've now made it like a cult if we're really really being honest now it looks like a cult it does not even look like something god gives people anymore it looks like a cult because of how a lot of us are so obsessed with it now so back to what i was saying and when your heart has a desire it is easy for the enemy to trap you and that's something that i did not really understand because I mean, it looked good on the outside, but on the inside, was it really producing what God had for me? Was I really in alignment with what God had for me? No, I clearly wasn't. Because even though I wanted to be with this person so bad, it wasn't aligning with what God had for me. And especially when I'm constantly praying, oh God, let your will be done in my life. But then I am evidently living outside of God's will. Obviously, it would not bring peace. It would not bring peace. I would not have any form of peace at all. And that's something I did not understand, you know. And then I will now tell myself, uh -uh, God, are you not hearing my prayer? Are you not in this relationship? Are you not here? Are you not there? But then obviously God is not there because like this is not what God has for me. This is something that I have turned and put my own desires on. This is not who God has brought into my life because I'm not seeing the fruits of it. It's not only about the fruits. What is the relationship doing to me? Is it pulling me into God or away from God? Do you understand what I mean? And that is something that I was not seeing. And it took me such a long ass time for me to finally say, you know what? Enough is enough. Do you guys know that sound that is trending on TikTok? <laughs> Where the lady was screaming, enough is enough. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> so yeah it's just it just makes me it just if you really if you really think about the main reason why i'm really talking about this, oh my god like i'm so sorry guys as i said every single time i pick up this mic that is when my dog starts to break loose but but yeah let's continue she's quiet now so and it's so crazy because the bible tells us in proverbs 4 23 that we should guard our heart above all else for it determines the course of our life and for so long i kept on reading the scripture i did not really understand it because how do you really guard your heart you know how do you really protect yourself from you know how do you really actually just tell yourself like i let me guard my heart like what does it even mean to guard your heart you know and for so long i did not understand it but then you really do have to guard your heart because the enemy attacks you in that place the most he attacks your mind and he attacks your heart because once he gets your heart right he can get you to lose he can get you to forget your identity in god he can get you to come to a place where you'd be like you know what i don't even want to pray anymore god is not even hearing my prayers so why then do i have to you know consistently pray and it doesn't also stem from a place of marriages there are people that are really really obsessed with money there are people that are really really obsessed when you know i need to make it in life i need to just you know reach down my peak i need to do this i need to do that but you're forgetting there is a time and season especially as a believer you know you cannot really live the way the world lives because you understand your god is a god of order you cannot really tell yourself oh i'm going to skip this season and move on to the next season like i need to get this bag i need to get this money asap when you know god ha is working on your character there's a reason why he tells us and he puts us in a season of weights but then if you're not 
if you're not understanding this if you're not consistently abiding in the laws and the rules of god you would fall into the deception of the enemy and you would make wealth you would make money an idol and what does the bible say about money the root the love of money is the root of all evil there are so many people that have dabbled into so many things that 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 they did when they look back at their lives they're like how did i even get here and that is because you have made this thing an idol you have not gone to the one that gives the good and perfect gifts which is god and because you do not understand that god actually does care and he knows that you desire these things but you have chosen like okay let me just do what my heart desires and that's one thing that we as believers we make that's one mistake that we make all the time and i fell into this trap of the enemy as well because i was not patient enough yes god has given me a desire but did he tell me this was the time for me to meet this person did he tell me this was the time for or did he even show me who the person is you understand so i was just in my own world in my own life you know living la vida loca but then was i happy no i mean yeah there were there were a lot of good times but then there were also a lot of bad times as well do you understand what i mean so but then when you're not in a position to wait on the lord and to truly understand that okay god has a plan and a season for my life but in this moment, what is it that am I supposed to be doing? If God has given you a word, right? He's given you a word, not for you to become obsessed about it, but for you to begin to pray and to have the heart posture to receive that word. So we need to be understanding and we need to come to a place of, I do not want to make this thing an idol because the same way God gives you, he will take. He will take it so fast and anything that you place above God it's an idol and it's even in the ten commandments you know do not have any other god before me but we think oh is by molding clay and saying oh let me worship this god yes that is also is but if you think that if your friend or your family or your boyfriend or your cell phone literally comes in between your time for god that thing is an idol believe it or not it's an idol so we have to come to a position, we have to come to a place where we tell ourselves, okay, God has given me a word, right? But what do I do? What, what, he has given me this word, fine. Is he telling me to wait? Is he telling me to pray about it? Obviously, you're meant to pray about it, but you need to go back to God, the one that gave you the word in the first place. Lord, how do I manage this thing? What are you trying to show me now? Why did you even show me who my spouse is? What am I supposed to do? do you understand he'd not he'd not show you your spouse for you to go and hit him up and tell him oh god said you're my husband that man will laugh at you like he uh, he would laugh in you because he's like who is this crazy person why are you coming to stalk me but he god did not give him the word yet he gave you the word do you understand what i mean do you get what I mean? And I hope I'm I'm really speaking to someone because when I okay, I even listen, re recently listened to this sermon by Stephanie Ike. Like, I love Stephanie Ike Okafo so much. Like, I absolutely love her. And the sermon is called "Exposing Deception." Right? She talked about so much, and I honestly advise you guys to go and listen to it. Like it's such a it was such a profound message like there was just so much wisdom in what she had to say because a lot of us are living in deception because we think that okay 
when God is silent in our lives, it means that he has said no. Or maybe when God is not giving us the answer to what we pray, let me go and look onto mediums. Let me go and listen to tarot cards. Let me go and listen to, you know, other people. Let me go and look into them. Um, um, what's the word? What's this word? Oh my God, I have this word on the tip of my tongue. Oh, oh my, it, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I can't, I can't remember it. I'm so sorry. I can, but hopefully if it comes, I will definitely say it. But yeah. So I, I honestly, I feel like a lot of us do not really understand um, that we can really place things above God. And another thing that I really want to talk about is from a place of our cell phones. And most of us are not ready to hear this conversation, but a lot of us are addicted to our phones. We don't know when to put the phone down. If you look at your screen time on your, because iPhone, they do that screen time thing. I don't know if Android does it, but like on iPhone, you can check how many hours you've been on your phone for. And when you now compare it to the amount of times that you spent with God, it's very embarrassing. Like... <laughs> it's very very embarrassing to be very honest with you and i'm very much guilty of this and that is why i was saying in okay i think it was on tiktok that i was saying this that i had to go buy books because the amount of times that i spend on my phone is ridiculous what am i doing scroll on tiktok i mean i'm not against anybody choosing to scroll on tiktok but i feel like when you do things with moderation that's when it makes sense because if your time on tiktok is taking you away from the time you have to be with god you've made that phone an idol you've made tiktok your idol and what are you even benefiting on tiktok watching other people's lives do you understand what I mean? Like, what are you really benefiting from it? Nothing. I mean, yeah, there's Christian things on TikTok, but it's literally for one minute. You know, you know, you're not doing more than one minute. Do you understand what I mean? Have you picked up your Bible today? Have you prayed? Have you spoken to God? Have you even called your family? But you're on TikTok. I don't have anything against TikTok. I love TikTok, but like, I'm trying to make you understand how it can become a deep issue in our lives if we do not work on it. Do you understand what I mean? And yeah, for me, I've made love such a big idol because I've been in like, <laughs> I don't know, 20 failed talking stages because I'm trying to look for the one. I'm trying to look for the one that is going to fill me or just going to make me happy or that's going to, you know, just say, you know, just sweep me off my feet. And Jesus is telling me, but I'm your first love. I'm your father. I've always been there for you. Even when people were not there in your time when you cried, he was the only one that had my back. But I'm like, why am I looking for love in somebody that I know that does not even love God the way I do? And this relationship had me realize that I cannot be with a man that does not love the Lord even way more than I do. It's not possible. I, God forbid I settle for a man that does not understand the meaning of prayer. And that is one thing that I did not see, but until... I was ready to risk it all, you know. That's how much of an idol I made this relationship. I was ready to say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I mean, in the relationship, maybe when we get married, God will finally visit our home. But that's just a maybe. That's just an, that's just an assumption. And what does the Bible tell us? My people perish because of lack of knowledge. You, you don't know tomorrow. It's only God that knows the end from the beginning. So what makes you think that, okay, by any chance, God will actually visit your home and you know, so you're telling me you will be praying for his salvation for the rest of your marriage. There's nothing wrong with that, but then that's kind of torture. 
to be very honest with you and i leave this touch of kind of because there's sometimes that i'll be in his place right and i want to pray but i'm ashamed and i'm like why are you ashamed you know god you love god but then you're here and you're ashamed and that's because the person i'm with does not understand the power and the love i have for god but me i started to forget it as well do you understand what i mean by when you begin to make somebody an idol you think it's just oh you're just taking it the person is just you know replacing or like taking your time no it's deeper than just that it's deeper it's actually very 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 deep and we need to be careful because you need to ask god right ah thank you holy spirit when you don't know your weakness right when you do not know what it is that would make you compromise the enemy has gotten you so you need to tell god god please search my heart what is it in me that can make me break what is it in me that can make me compromise my love for you and that is what an idol is anything that you feel like would make you you know be ashamed or like take you away from god that is an idol if today for example let's say you're an artist right and somebody you know comes to tell you um I would love to make music with you but you're a fan of jesus and i don't really want jesus to be in this song but then i'll pay you like a million dollars and you take it obviously money is an idol wealth is an idol for you you don't understand that talking about jesus is talking when when somebody comes to you and tells you oh they don't want you to talk about Jesus, that means the person is of the enemy they are antichrist you know so you have to tell yourself like what what am i going to do in that situation obviously the answer is going to be no but then if you say yes that means money is a weakness so whatever it is that is your weakness whatever it is that would make you compromise your integrity and make you lose the love of god you know that is an idol and it could be so many things literally it could be so many things right now we're in the social media age everybody really wants fame influence fortune you know so the devil is literally pulling and pushing and moving everybody you know look at how he came to jesus he told he had to make him question his identity he said if you are the son of god who the hell do you think you are obviously i know i'm the son of god but then he would come to you in a place of do you know who you are do you know who god says you are like can i can i bring you to the point of you forgetting what god has said to you do you understand and that is what will make you an idol that is what you would make an idol when you do not understand what it, what God has said to you about that particular situation. Especially when we also, and one thing I notice as well when we make things an idol is that we do not feel like God can give us this thing. Because that's when we now begin to walk in our flesh and that's when we now begin to do the things that God has told us not to do, you know. That's when we begin to say, okay, let me just, you know, try this thing. Since God has not answered my prayer, yes, let me now settle for this next best option. And that is why a lot of us are in marriages that God has not ordained. Because God has given you a promise of marriage, but that, that doesn't mean he gave you that particular person. But a lot of us lack patience. A lot of us do not understand you know a lot of us marriages are weakness and we're not ready to wait so the first person that comes to our mind the first person that comes to our doorstep oh finally somebody wants to marry me i'll marry that person because like i'm not ready to wait like marriage is my weakness and enemy knows once the enemy knows your weakness what what, what is his job to kill steal and destroy so obviously he would come and destroy you in that marriage because you do not you're not ready to wait you're not ready to listen to who god has for you and that is one mistake that we all make that job for example god has told you okay 
I'm going to bless you with a job. You know, I'm going to bless you with a job. And okay, let me just give you this example. <laughs> just give you the example. The Holy Spirit is flowing. God has said, let me, I'm going to bless you with this job, right? But then all of a sudden, this other job comes up and it looks so good. It looks so like it literally is your prayers right there and there. But then God is telling you now, that is not what I have for you. This is the counterfeit job. Do not take that job. You know, and most of us, we never really check. It just, it, it looks good. So it definitely might, it might be God, you know, it, it, it fits what I want. He has ticked all my boxes. So clearly it might be God. But then God is telling you, if you go into that job, you will come out in depression. You will come out with anxiety. You will not even go anywhere. You will stay there and they will never promote you for 10 years. And you will walk into that job blind because you, you know the author and the finisher of your life. You know, you never wrote your story. You do not know the end from the beginning. But the one that made you has told you to not take that job. But then what do you do? You go and take that job. And then you come back and start asking God, you do not love me. I thought this was you. But then God has asked you, did you check back with me? And one mistake we make all the time is that we forget to tell God. We forget to ask God, God, is this you? Is this what you have for me? And when he is silent, we do not have the time to wait. Why, do, why can't you wait? When God is silent, that doesn't mean he has said no. He's pruning you. He's telling you to be patient. I will give you what I have for you, but you have to wait. You have to wait because when, and the, the most annoying thing is this. When God has given you a word, right, the enemy, because he knows if you're the one that does not, that lacks patience, right, he will keep sending you so many counterfeits. He will keep sending you so many things that look like what God has for you. You know, the devil literally came in the angel of light, you know, he, you know, the devil is the angel of light, but like he, he came in sheep's clothing, wolf clothing. Do you understand? So is this sheep clothing or wolf clothing? Yeah, <laughs> ship clothing. So he would come in that way, making you feel like, <laughs> gosh, I'm so funny. <laughs> but he would come in that way, making you feel like, oh, this is this is it. Like, this is what God has for me. And most of us fall into this trap because we feel like, okay, yeah, this is actually what God has. But then because we are not patient enough to go back to him, we fall into the trap, you know. And for me, I, I, I've fallen too many times. Like as I said, I've been in like 20 <laughs> failed talking stage. But right now, I've told God, see, 2024, I don't want to hear pain about relationship. Like I've locked my heart and thrown the key into the lake. I don't want to hear a word about relationship. And at the end of the day, God's will, if it's his will for me to be in a relationship in 2024, fine. But on my own choosing, I would want to be I want to be single next year because I just want to focus on me and God and business and what he has for my life, like the purpose, the plans that he has. Because I feel like I want to unlearn the things that I knew before. Like I want to know God on a deeper level because it's because I do not really know who he was that was able to fall into the traps of the enemy. It's because I was not really reading my Bible consistently or maybe I was not reading my Bible enough you know, to understand his nature, to understand his character. That is why I was able to be easily influenced and trapped by the enemy. I mean, anybody can fall, but at the end of the day, we're still in our flesh. But then I feel like there were some certain signs, there were some certain messages that I would have seen and chosen to not ignore. You understand what I mean? But then, you know, when you really, really desire something, you begin to tell yourself, like, maybe it's really from God. And the thing with our desires, right, the thing with our human desires is 
it would stop you from hearing the voice of God because you're so wrapped up in your flesh. You think that this is something that God wants for me. And with me, I, I am so used to things going my way. You know, I'm so kind of used to like when I want something, I would get it. So when I finally, when God gave me this word of marriage, I was so excited. Like I was so happy, like, okay. And I'm already in a relationship. So it's perfect. Like things are just probably going to go the way God wants it to go. You know, the way I want it to go. And God was telling me so many times, let's go. Christabel, let go of your ideologies. Let go of the beliefs. Let go of this man. My sister, stand up and let go of this man. But because Chrissy is a lover girl, you know, she's scared to be single. Like, you know, she just wants love and wants a man. I refuse to let go. I was sitting down there telling myself all the time, this is who God has for me. And I'm not going to let go. I don't care. I'm not going to let go. I'm going to stay there and be there forever. <laughs> forever you know forever and ever and ever to death do us parts <laughs> i'm sorry guys i'm full of jokes sometimes so yeah back to what we were saying what is your idol what is your idol for me my idol was love as i said before and that is something that i feel like a lot of us struggle with especially in this time of social media where people are always posting my man said this my man bought me this my man bought me that but if you look at the high rate of divorce right you would know that you're not actually meant to be envious about other people's relationships because a lot of people are in things that god did not ordain so they can be posting i'm happy outside but on the inside are they really happy like are they really you know with the man that the, the man that they really want I saw something on Twitter. You know, Twitter is a very wild app, right? So I saw something on Twitter and the guy was like, a lot of men actually don't marry for love. They marry for convenience and they marry for the woman in their presence. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, what do you mean a lot of men, a lot of men don't marry like the women that they love? And the, the tweets, a lot of guys were literally agreeing to this comment that oh yeah most of them they don't love their wives and i'm like oh my god and the woman is there praising god or rather probably crying to god god what did i do what did i but it could be from a place of i really did not listen to who god had brought into my life you know lots of us have missed our blessings because we we chose to walk with our own desire rather than <clears throat> sorry to walk with our own desires rather than the desires that god had for us bible tells us that all things work together for all things work together for those that love the lord and are called according to his purpose so yeah, you have to come to a position where you're ready to repent and you know allow God to actually bring the things and the people he has for you. Because the Bible tells us that we should cast all our worries and anxieties to God because he cares. So if he cares about these things or if he understands that you, you need this particular thing, all you have to do is just bring yourself to the position of preparation you know bring yourself to a position of okay let me wait let me actually stay in god's presence because god will not help you to build an idol he would rather take that he would rather make you wait rather than to help you to build an idol god hates idols you can see throughout the bible how he destroyed israel and now he destroyed so many yeah how he destroyed so many people that chose to worship idols what happened to the people when they were crossing the promised land they started to build idols what did god do lots of them died 
let's tell them the name is the promised land because they chose to worship idols even after god brought them out of egypt so you have to come to a place where you do not want to make things an idol like you don't want to put things above god because the the way he gave you that blessing he would take it away so fast so that's why we have to come to a place of you know if god takes this thing away from me i have to be okay look at the story of abraham right with the amount of desperation with the amount of like with how much abraham desired isaac he was still willing to sacrifice isaac you know he came to a place of telling himself god would still even if god i think we found it in hebrews that abraham was saying even if god chooses to kill isaac today he would resurrect isaac and that is from a place of not having an idol in his heart because he knew who god was and he knew that god has already promised him this particular thing so even if he chooses to take it away he can bring it back do you understand so that is the position we have to come to that is the place we have to come to because even if god is telling you today yes i'm going to bless you with a car i'm going to bless you with a spouse i'm going to bless you with a baby i'm going to bless you without your dream job but do not forget god in that blessing a lot of us do that a lot you know there's so many of us that when god finally gives us the thing that we've been praying for we forget him we stop praying to him we only go to church once once every once every two months and that is bad because you're not making god come out like as a genie and he's not a genie because the same way you were given that car is the same way that car would be destroyed and will be taken away from you and you will now go back to the one that gave it to you in the first place but why not even prevent going back why not stay in the presence of god because he's the same one that blessed you with that thing and when he sees that yes you have come to a position of growth he would even advance you in your blessings because then you understand that the one that gave it can also take you know so we have to come to the position of telling ourselves i will not make my blessings an idol i will not tell i will not put a man above god because why would we even compromise our love for god over a man over the earthly things you understand what i mean you have to come to the position of telling ourselves like i need to choose god above every other thing in my life and watch him move because you have to grow up you know you have to tell god like okay i would rather choose you than this thing even if you don't bless me with this thing today i will be okay with that and that is what god wants from you he does not want you to make he doesn't want you to put yourself in a position where like you'll be so depressed you'll be so anxious oh god is not hearing my prayers no he's hearing your prayers but he wants you to come to a position of if this thing does not come today i have to still love god i have to still love god above this particular thing if this thing does not go the way i want it to go i have to still tell myself yes god still loves me and he has better for my life do you understand what i mean so my friends my girlies my i don't know what would say about the guys but yeah we've come to the end of today's episode i hope you enjoyed this one because i really really enjoyed this one i feel like this one was just me doing like a mini rant and also just talking as well remember that every fridays there will be new episode i love you but jesus loves you more bye